Good morning, we are going to talk about Nun Bet. We started the bottom of Nun Aleph, Amad Bet. Did they get the sheer, the Nun Shmut, the Dad, eight new souls, eight souls that died last night. The Ptuim should be healed, and Chatufim, especially Daniel, especially by Daniel Shimon Ben Sharon. Chatufim, a pair is a son. Okay. So we're starting at the bottom of Nun Aleph, Amad Bet. Uh, four lines from the Amr Bilazar We saw yesterday, Rabbi, what did we speak about yesterday? We asked the question, when is the level of responsibility transferred from the one to the other? And we said the level of, trans- of ability transferred the moment that he gave him over the lid, the cover of the pit. So says Rabbi Lazar, on that on that concept, we see just like the ownership, the responsibility transfer. So if you sell a board to somebody, that is considered a, 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 a sale. So what are you talking about? If you're paying money, then when you're paying the money, you should be buying it. When you're giving the money. And if you're going to make a chazaka, then when he actually starts doing something with the pit. The woman says, you're right. Really, it's Bezchazaka. Look at Rashi. That's when he actually becomes the owner. Because the boar is karka. And it can be kesef as well, or shtar. But mamash chazaka. However, what is the idea of this handing over the lid? says, Go break a chazaka and buy it. However, says Rabbi, watch Rabbi, that's the Kevin Shemasalo Dalio, moment that he hands over the lid to the guy and he picks up the lid, command the Lech Chazek Bekani Dami. That's what it is. In other words, buying taking the the, the, the lid of the, the cover of the of the bore is an is a chazoka. That's it, a chazoka. The Gwan now brings a couple of other stories like that. I'm sure we levy. Same story. You sell a house to your friend. So Kevin Shemasalo Mafteh, kinda interesting, eh? You have a concept in English called handing over the keys. Right? When you buy a house, you hand over the keys. The Gemara says, yeah. Kevin Shema Salam Avteach Kana. You hand over the keys, you bought it. Handing over the keys. The Gemara says the same question. If you're buying with money, you pay a lot of money for the house, should we pay the money? Should we pay the money? But buy the money, but what's the issue when you do a chazoka? You say to him, go do a chazoka. And that's what handing over the keys is. When you take the keys from somebody, that's your chazoka. You now own the house, as if you're now the master of the house. What, Robert? I don't imagine the keys were like, you know, like today, you know, my key won't fit in your door. They were probably like the big key, you know, like the old big key, they're like just like a manual thing that turned. I suppose in those days, any key could really open your door. Right. Uh, it's but it's significant, right? Significant. Right. It's not the key today with a digital card and you know, and you the whole story. It certainly wasn't that. Right? Uh, same idea. So now we're gonna say to we've seen up until now, selling him a bore, something very basic. We're getting him the lid. Or selling him a house, a little bit more certificates with the key. Now what about if you sell him a flock of sheep? So how do you do a mashikha with all your sheep? If a guy buys a thousand head of cattle from somebody, you go and do pull a thousand head of cattle. Spend a few weeks doing the Meshicha, right? So he says, yeah, he says, I'm going to get a flock. Kevin, look at the Gemara, he says, Kevin, I'm going to get a flock. 
המשכוכית, משכוכית comes from the word מושך, טיפול. Look at the first Rashi on the Amud. So the common phrase, דבר המושך, כל העדר אחר. We speak about something which pulls the whole edder after you, attracts the whole edder. כנראה, so the question is, איך ידעמי? אם המשיכה, ליקטם משיכה, אם ליקטם משיכה, גאו די משיכה. Right, what is this Mashiach to the Mashkuchit? What are we handing out this Mashkuchit? Even Mashiach, now they even Mashiach, they Mashiach. Go and take the stirrups and hand him out with the, the reins and say, yeah, we are. And go every one of them. Moshe Dalai, really it's a Mashiach. The Kenya is a Mashiach. You've got to say to the guy, go to Mashiach. However, Kevin de Masalo Mashkuchit, once you hand over this Mashkuchit, we'll see that is in a moment. Command, Amalei Lech, Mashiach, Vekni, Dami. That's considered the same thing as the Maseh. So, uh, so the Gemara is my mashkuchit. What is a mashkuchit? Says the Gemara. So after the Gemara says, "Yeah, in Babel, tirgamu karkashta." What's a karkashta? Look at Rashi. Zog shemekarkesh ba'al ifna edib holech kulacharav. Like some sort of a noise thing. You like smack a thing to you, like a symbols or whatever the case is, and you knock that, make that noise, and the sheep would all follow you, or the edib would follow you. That's what he says. Hacha. Rabbi Yaakov Omer. Now, much of Rabbi Yaakov was in Eretz Yisrael, because he says here. Right, uh, we we say karkashka. Uh, anybody trusting find the Rabbi Yaakov? Maybe it's also in Babel. I'm not sure. But maybe he's got his own take. He says, "Is it the Azle Beresh Edra?" He says, "It's the top of a goat." Rashi says, "Yesh lebal haEder is charif, a very smart goat." V'derech aizim lahalech berosh haEder holechayim. He's like a guy who would be like the, like the, the, the head of the goats. The, the, he'd bring them all after him. Right, Rabbi? So it's not that he wasn't in Babel. It's just a different region. A different, okay, different opinion. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let's go. So it says, "Kedadare shahu Galila, aleid Rav Chizda." Like this Galilean, this from the Galilee, he explained this about uh, 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 when he says aleid Rav Chizda, right? So he says, uh, "I'm not sure, being probably like a, in term in light of what something Rav Chizda said." Now, there's no Rashi on that, but I think it's what it means like aleid Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda probably said something that he came and explained. On Rav Chizda said, he said like this: "Kadragi's raya." So when the roe, right? So he says when the when the, when the shepherd gets cross, kad ragis kasheragez araya al ana on its flock, on its sheep, right? Avid lenigda samuta. So what does he mean over here? He says, look at Rashi. Avid lenigda samuta leez hamoshechet. This 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 goat is leading menaker enea. Menaker and Nea, you know, can be figurative or, 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 or literal. You know, figurative Menaker and Nea means like you draw his eyes out, you make him a bit jealous, or you make, or figure, you can rip his eyes out, I don't know. So he blinds him and he stumbles all over. And then when the leader stumbles, then the flock goes stumbling after him as well. So it's a bit of like a Musar here. Look at Rashi. Now, we, we, we use the word Sone Israel, that's a Lashon Sagina Hor, right? Means that Hashem wants to punish Am Israel. What does he do? Memane lahen parnasim shenan mahuganim. He's interesting that, right? When Hashem wants to punish Am Israel, well, how does he do it? He, get, he, he employs unjustified leaders like Mahuganim, Lord, the best, not the best leaders, to lead them. And then their leaders go, go astray, and then they go astray. Right, so I let everybody make their own decisions. They don't have to get involved. The article says it's stronger. What's the article say? When God wishes to punish His flock, He causes the appointment of unqualified leaders 
who make catastrophic decisions for the people. Okay, so yeah. that's, that's Oscar can say that. I wouldn't say such a thing, right? But, uh, okay, so that's, so that's the story. So please, God, uh, it shouldn't happen to us. Okay, new Mishnah. Now, Kisai, now we go back to our discussion we spoke about up until now of the, uh, of the responsibility on the, on, on, on the, on the board. So Kisai, where he the first guy covered up the hole. Rashi says, Kishinishta Mesh, but when he finished using it, Uva Shane, and the second guy arrives, the second partner, Umetzug Magule. But he sees nonetheless it's open. But the first guy closed it. But now the second guy arrives, at least he thought he closed it. You know, I don't know if it happens to you ever, but like you could have sworn you did something, right? Like sometimes I'm 100% certain that I did something. I just, but we, we, we have our realities, right? So you, you thought you closed it, maybe. I don't know. Look at Rashi. The second one arrived to use it. Uh, maybe worms had, had eaten it away and now it had, had, had fallen in or whatever the case was. And the second guy didn't cover it. Right? So what happens? The second guy. He arrived and it wasn't covered. He should have covered. He didn't cover it. He's responsible. Look at Rashi. The Rishon is Patur because he's closed it. And, and put it this way. At least the shade is chayev up until now. From now onwards, right? From the time that he used it. He can't say, well, I found it open, therefore I'm leaving it open. What sort of situation is that? Even if you found it open, you're going to still close it. Rashi points out here, Right? The question now is, for how long is the first one patu? If when the first guy arrived, it was open, and the first one hadn't closed it, enough friend never closed it, and now the second one also didn't close it, then the, re- the first one couldn't play the second one. This is quite interesting, because I would have thought, why not? Once the second guy arrived, and he didn't close it, he should now have closed it. So up until the second guy came, maybe it would be my responsibility. But once the second guy was there, and he didn't close it, it's his responsibility. He says, no, there'd be, there'd be joint liability, Right? So speaking about the situation where the, where the two of them were there, the first guy left the second guy while he was still there and assumed or just to, uh, uh, relied on the fact the second guy would close it. Okay, which might be a fair, a fair, a fair, a fair, a fair assumption. And as the Mishnah carries on, what if you closed it like, a, like properly? And then when I found the right? That's Rashi explains there. What does it mean you close it properly? That it should have stood up with it. But now there's a Shoro Chamor came and fell into it. Umate Patur. Look at Rashi. Then what's gonna ask later on? Wait a second. If he closed it properly, so how did they fall in? Well, when you say close it properly, the, the understanding is they closed it properly. What? They were heavier than usual. Ah, but unusual uh, place. Well, maybe. Okay. That's a, okay. If they never closed it properly, then they'd be chayev. Nafal fanav mikola kriya, chayev. Now, nafal fanav, all I'm not sure what that means, but look at Rashi. Por kriya, v'nichnas kore, sachi l'tochol, archivo l'hamik. So you've got this pit, and now a guy comes in a, a, a hired hand, to try and dig it up, to widen it or to deepen it. There's a shore walking around there. And he heard the noise. Imagine it's a jackhammer or whatever. And he got a fright. And fell on the boar. Right? The Hagoda Bach Savia Vinafal Fanav Ra Chayef. 
That's what's missing. If you panav abor chayev, says like one be redu ramatchil, but chayev who bal abor. Even if it's a wise bor shor, the amanakam will see that on the afternoon dalid, but matnita the bal abor patur dibai even amazil, where we can assume sometimes if it's a clever ox, the ox should look where he was going. The fact the ox just fell in is not my problem. Stupid ox, you're a clever ox, right? So how can now that he's here we chayev? Why? It's not the pit that he fell in because it's the noise. Maybe, maybe it's the guy who dug it. So the bottom line is we see a difference in the in the Mishnah. He fell forward. He fell backwards. Now what is falling backwards? I'm not sure. He fell away from the boar. Give me help me there. Did he fall away from the boar? It's been Kodrashi <laughs> Right, so if the if the ox the, the donkey got broken to pieces, but the kalim uh, were, were broken as well, chayv lebein patrul kalim. We saw that because you aren't chayv kalim when it comes to boar. Okay, now fala tocho shor cheres shor vekatan chayv. If a shor cheres a deaf shor or a short deaf or a full shor or a cut a little shor, chayv. Look at Rashi. What's it over here? The last wide narrow lines of Rashi there. We'll see that. Then, Ben or Bat, Evel or Amar, if a kid, a, a boy or a girl child, or an Evel or Amar fell into the boar, you are Pato. Look at Rashi, the very first wide lines, Rashi at the bottom. Right? Ben or Bat, Klomar, Afagav, the Tanim Haim, the Lake Lamemory, Baile, who are you know, Mazel, Avilachi Pato. Even though we might have thought that uh, they should look where they're going, nonetheless, we Pato, Afilachi Pato, Mixerda Katuf, Shorvelo Adam, Chamorvelo Kalim. So that makes them as Adams of kids. Bottom line is, uh, we can't because the lake can remember by If it's a child, we can't say the child should look where you're going. How does it got that? So maybe you would have been chayv over here. No, still the, nonetheless, even because they, they're humans, we part from humans from Zeradakatov. Okay. So that really is the Mishnah. So we have a couple of questions on the Mishnah, but uh, we'll see if we can solve some in the Gemara. I'm not sure. The Gemara asked the question, So we saw at the beginning of the Mishnah, Kisa, Rishon, Ubashen, Matzim, Magulev, Chayev. So, at, to what extent, at, for how long is the Rishon Patur that we've suddenly discovered that this boar is not covered properly? Look at Rashi. This is the question. The shiny didn't cover the pit when he finished using it. So, the first guy thinks that he covered it up and it was fine. Second guy arrives and sees it's not covered. Uses the boar and doesn't cover it. So we said in the Mishnah that the shiny is chayev, correct? So the question is, is the shiny chayev now forever? Has the Rishon, their partners at the end of the day, has he got no responsibility whatsoever? Just that's it, just the shiny? But even so, maybe the shiny should have covered it up and didn't cover it up, that's fine. But the bottom line is, it doesn't last forever only the shiny responsibility. The first guy is also responsible. So that's the Gemara's question. So it says, Harishon at Emat Bifta. So Amar Rav says, As long as it takes for him to hear about it. Okay, as long as it takes him to hear about it. Look at Rashi. 
בכדי שידע שיבוא גם הראשון אחר כן, ויראינו מגולה, הואיל ושניהם יודעים שהוא מגולה, רבי יחריב ואטרוויו. If the guy comes to walk downstairs and he says, whoa, my boy's open, from that moment they're both responsible. He can't say, oh, well, I covered it, the thing I didn't cover, it doesn't work. Right? It doesn't work that way. Shmuel Amar, b'chdei sheyodi'uhu. Shmuel says, as long as it takes to inform him. Now, I'm not sure what's shorter, who's being more machmir over here. Is Rav saying being more machmir? It seems to me like Shmuel's being more machmir. Because Rav is saying until he actually arrives there and sees it himself. Shmuel saying, no, as long as it takes to inform him. So to inform him could be uh, today, a one minute phone call. Gaston picks the phone, finds it, and listen, you know, your boar's uncovered. So it would depend. Shmuel, look, look, look at Shmuel. B'chdei sheyodihu, af apishlo, ba'ivle nevekeim, chai b'chelko, ולא רמי הכולה השני, not all השני, דהה לא גילה עוד נתחייבה משום פותח לשון מורי, right? He's got two different versions over here, but he says this is the best one. What's the difference between Rav and Shmuel, Terence? Sorry. Because Rav is saying when he himself comes and sees and, 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 and hears about it, he sees that it's not open, it's not covered. Where Shmuel says, no, as long as it takes to inform him it's not covered. So he might live, yeah. he might not come out of his house for three days. But if you send a shaliach there in the morning, and he, even though he never came out of his house, he knows about it, according to Shmuel, he's responsible. According to Rav, it's when he comes and sees it himself. Okay? Rabbi Yochanan's got even a, 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 a more makil approach. He says, Amar, b'ichdei sheyodi'uhu, right? Even though the Haugotah Grah changed it and says, Gyusel the Rama Misheyada. So according to the, the Vilnagon, the Vilnagon changes this version of Rabbi Yochanan and says it's a combination of Rav, not Shmuel. As long as it takes for him to, 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 to notice that it's open and to go and hire people to go and build a new cover. Okay? So those are the three different opinions over there. Aloha over here seems to be like uh, Rabbi Yochanan. But I'm not sure if it's according to the Shoyodiu, because according to the Gra, the Rambam's version is Sheyada. Long it takes him to hear it, but to know, and to cover it up. Okay, now he said, the Mishnah said, Kisal kara uiv, patu. If he didn't cover it properly, and then a Shoro Chamor fell in, he's patu. So the Gemara says, Kevin de Kisal kara, this is what Rashi said, we're going to ask this question later on. So Kevin de Kisal kara uiv, he's in Afal. Wait a second, what's going on? What do you mean? If you cover it properly, the other guy fall in? No, worms got inside the lid from the inside and they tore it up, they ate it up inside. What do you call it? Those, uh, those uh, what those words called that, that eat the wood? What are they called? Termites. Termites, termites, thank you. Right, termites got in there. So the Now we're going to see the next Amud, really. Most of the next Amud. And now, there's going to be a lot of, I'd say, postulating back and forth to try and understand exactly the extent of responsibility under these circumstances. If you did it properly, under which sometimes you patur. Look at the mission. The mission said, let's quickly go back to the mission for a moment. We said, Kisau karai nafal tocho shor chamor bait patur. Lo kisau karai nafal tocho shor chamor bait chayev. Nafal afan, okay? So we're going to, if you cover it properly, you patur. If you didn't cover it properly, you chayev. Bear those two things in mind. So the Gemara says, like, as you buy a lehu, kisau kisui sheacholam odif neshvarim. You you covered it properly, which could withstand oxen. Ve'en yacholam odif negemanim, but it wouldn't hold up a, a, a camels. 
and take camels came. What did the camels do? Ve'irua. By them, uh, I don't know, trotting or galloping or running or walking over this lid, over this cover, they made it, they, they, they weakened it, right? They made it not so solid any longer. Rashi says, Kilkalua v'nasarua. And then, Atu shvarim v'naflubay. Now came along the oxen, which originally it would have withheld the oxen, correct? But these camels came and messed it up. So now my, now what's the question? Right, so Amre, it's the most hechi dummy. Let's see what are we talking about. If it's a place where you know that camels are there all the time, I don't know, you live in Saudi Arabia and you're on the main road and everybody's driving camels up and down all day long. So then, then what helps me that you made it for oxen? There are no oxen. The oxen are in, uh, are in Africa. You in a place with their camels, right? And if you aren't, once in a blue moon a camel comes riding past, so Anusu. So what do you have with the guy? He did the job. He made it for foxen. He's anus. What was he meant to do? Right? So he said, Lord Sheikh, no, 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 no. We, we do need it. Why? The atul prakim. Because camels occasionally do a rah. It's not so posh. Not like in, uh, in, down there in Africa where there are no camels. You're in a place like in North Africa where there are oxen and camels. So me, now the question is, me, I'm in Ankeva and the Prakim. Since you know that every now and again camels do arrive there, you should have taken into account camels, and therefore you are Poshayahu, and therefore you should Chayev. Why? You should take it into account. Or do you maybe know, Kevin and the Hashta, now me at Laika, as a rule, now there have been camels here for ages. Therefore you Anus. So that's our question. To what extent do you have to take into account the odd chance? That a camel might come riding by, because occasionally a camel does come. Maybe yes or no. If one wants to try and solve the, the this, this this question, Toshma, look at our bright. Our Mishnah, our Mishnah said, Kisau karaui, v'nafalatoch shoru chamor v'meit patur. Our Mishnah tells us, if you cover it properly and shoru comes patur. So now, what's our Mishnah talking about? Hechidami. If it was good for both camels and and uh, and oxen, so how did they fall in? So it can't be that. it was That's the case you're speaking about, right? Look at Rashi. And camels did arrive, and they messed up a little bit. So now the So now the question is. So if camels are there on a regular basis, so am I patur? Then why did I miss you patur? You be a poshaya. And on the other hand, if camels aren't there as a rule, then pshita anusu. So what's our good mishta? Speak to them and said, you patur, elalav, like atina prakim. Talk about a case that camels maybe do arrive every now and again. And then the shvarim came, but now flew bay. And what did our mishta say? Uktani patur. So our mishta, it seems, the mishta took into account that there could be the odd camel. But in spite of the odd camel being there, you aren't expected, according to our Mishnah, it seems, to prepare for that odd camel. And that's what we said, you patu. Alma says the Gemara concludes, maybe, so that's our answer to the question. Right? Everybody happy with the answer? Sal's happy with the answer. Anybody else happy with not happy with the answer? I'm not happy. I said, Selwyn's not happy, happy with the answer. Anybody else not happy? Don't worry. Uh, I, I represented you, uh, Neman. Right? So the Gemara says, Amrelo, no. That's not the case of our Mishnah. Le'olam, kera'ui le'shvarim, u kera'ui le'gmali. Really, when our Mishnah said it was ra'ui, it was ra'ui to both. So now your question, says the Gemara, the kaka'u, 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 the k
So how did that fall in? I missed the Yubatu. And the Gemara saying, I missed not speaking about when it was only good for, for, for Shreim and not good for camels. It was good for both. Otherwise, you'd be a nose, you'd be a, a Poshaya. So how did it work? Why did they fall? That's how. So we got to say that really it was a nice, solid, good, strong cedar wood cover. But what can you do? The termites got the better of you. That's the word. That's the word to say. So that's the possible one. That's the, in other words. That's why you'd be patul because really you did your best. And from this case, we'd see that you have to take into account all possibilities, all scenarios. Do your best, and then if termites came across, what can you do? Nothing. So maybe if you knew there were termites, the Gemara could have maybe gone an extra step and said, "But wait a second. If he knows there's going to be termites there, he should have taken into account termites." So we'll see the Gemara is going to present that not in the way that I just said it, but in another possible. Gemara now wants to try and learn the other way. So Gemara says that maybe we can learn like this Toshma from the Sefer of our Mishnah. What did our Mishnah say? Lo chisau karaui v'nafal chamor the mate chayev. So now let's try and understand what does it mean lo chisau karaui. You didn't cover it properly. Hayichidam. What would that be now? Says the Gemara. From I took it from we looked at first on the case of the Mishnah Yupatu. We try to understand when, how could you be patu. Now he's saying that you chayev. We say how would you be chayev? So he says ilam elo karaui leshvarim velo karui legmalim. If you made a cover, there wasn't did wasn't going to withstand neither camels and neither oxen. Says pshita, right? So we what do we tell? We said no. Chichanim ayam dechayev. It was important that you chayev. El elav karaui leshvarim velo karaui legmalim. Hey chidami. So you're going to tell me now. So then it says they were not really gemalim pshita. Chicha lemaim lechayev. The Gemara says no. In the lav karaui leshvarim velokar legal. Really, it was raui leshvarim, but not raui legemalim. So right, it was good for the shvarim, but not for the gemalim. Good for oxen or for camels. The Gemara says again, lahechidami. Either shechir gemalim poshayu. So again, if it wasn't good for camels and the camels frequently come there, then you're a poshaya. If gemalim don't frequently come there, so you anus. So why you chayev? Remember, our Mishnah said you chayev. So why would you be chayev? So what is elalav the atin the prakim? Same answer. They come occasion. Vatu gmalim biruhu vatu shvarim v'nafabe. Because really they do come occasionally, and the camels came this time. They messed up the lid, and then came the oxen and fell in. Uketani chayev, and we see therefore you chayev. So what do we learn from that? I'm the kevan the atin the prakim poshayu. Why do you buy leasukah adate? Because it seems like really you got to take it into account. So now it seems like you got to take it into account. That, that camels are going to come there. And if you don't, till it comes, they chayef. So the Bach takes out, so he just answers like this. He says, don't get carried away. You don't necessarily maybe have to take into account the camels. The writer just, our Mishnah said, when it started in the very beginning, it said, if you covered it properly, you put through, but you didn't cover it properly, you chayef. He says, it's love dafka. Right, I did a nasiv reisha kisai. The reisha that said kisai karawi nasiv seif anami lo kisai karawi. So maybe it's not that you lo kisai karawi. You did kisai karawi, right? If you if you would have kisai karawi, then you wouldn't be chayav even for the oxen. So maybe it was you didn't even kisai karawi for the oxen, not for the camels. We can't really prove anything from here. That's the first version of the Gemara. The Gemara gives an ikad amri, another version. Ha nami vada loi bailan. Says ha nami vada. This wasn't the question. Because Pasha there that if the camels were coming occasionally, 
You should have taken the camels into account. That wasn't the question. That's too obvious. So what is the question? He says, Ki ibailan, hachi, hud ibailan. This is the question that was asked in the Gemara. Kisahu kisui shiachola molibnei shvarim v'ani acholim meib gemalim. V'shchichi gemalim. This is the question. You made it only good for gemalim, but not good for camels. Even though camels were there on a regular basis. However, why did the oxen fall in? Not because of the camels. In other words, you're right. That maybe if you had made it only for oxen. And camels came and they weakened it. And then the oxen came and fell in. You could say you were poshaya. Why? Because there are camels there and you should have prepared for camels. And the fact that the camels came and weakened the lid, the cover of the pit, and the oxen fell in, you chayev. But that wasn't the case. It was good for oxen. And there are camels, but the camels didn't have the problem. What caused the lid to crumble? The termites from the inside. And now came the oxen and fell in. So the camels aren't the problem. So you can't say, oh, you should have taken into account camels, because the camels didn't do the problem yet. The problem are the termites. So now the Gemara says, me, I'm reading, do we say a migo over here? Migo, the have poshaya etzel gemalim, have poshaya namil inyan Right? The fact that had camels come, they would have weakened the whole story and ruined it, and you would have been higher because of the oxen, because you didn't prepare for the camels. Do you also say that just as you got to take into account the camels, a migo for camels, you should have been prepared, you should have taken into account the, the termites as well. Right? Or deal my law in a migo, but don't say the migo. In other words, migo is there, in other words, the Gemara seems to be saying that the fact that camels do come, and therefore you're responsible for camels, you know, camels here didn't cause the problem, but the termites did, just like you should have been prepared for camels, migo that you've got to take other considerations into account. You should have taken the consideration of the termites into account as well. Or maybe we don't say it. We say we don't say amigo over here. So that's the Gemara's question. Toshua, let's try and see over now from our Mishnah if we can solve this. And the Gemara's like, Kisahu Kira'ui, you covered it properly, and our Mishnah says it. So if you did it properly, you patu. Right? Look at Rashi over here. Uh, I thought there was a Russia over there. There's no Russia over there. The Andre Rashi on this Amut. Right? And we asked on that, Amr Yitzchak Bar Khana, what did he say on that question? They already asked him, said, How could it be that you fell in if, 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 if you did it properly? That the termites came to it. So now the Gemara says, Let's understand these termites. What are you talking about? If we're telling me that you did it properly for camels and for oxen, and then. Termites came and ruined the whole place and the oxen fell in. So past should you patu, right? Because what you couldn't do more than that. We see that you weren't seem like you aren't meant to worry about the termites. So the Gemara says, No, Marvel, what could you have done more than that? That can't be the case. No, so obviously our Mishnah must be speaking in a case where what was the case? You prepared it only good enough for camp for donk for oxen. And but not for camels. And there was camels there. And nonetheless, he cleared me toho, worms came. Uketari patur. And nonetheless, you were patur. So it seems that we don't say amigo, right? Not even, I didn't even say amigo, but because it was, even though camels frequent the place, 
the termites are what caused the problem, not the camels. And when the oxen fell in, it was originally good enough to withstand oxen. And the reason it didn't withstand the oxen now is not because the camels came and messed it up, it's because of the worms came and messed it up. And what's the answer in the Mishnah? You are? Patur. Patur. So are you meant to worry about termites or not? Seems not. So maybe that's the proof. That's the answer to our question. That even though camels were coming, and it wasn't because of the camels that the, that the, that the, that the, that the cover became weakened, and oxen fell in as a result of it, we say, you patu. So there's no amigo. Everyone says, no, that's not a good answer. Lo'olam, really, the case we're talking about was, the lid, when the Mishnah said, you patu, because it said you did it properly, he, 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 it said, it said uh, what was the last one in the Mishnah again? The actual last one was, Chisahu Karawi. When the Mishnah said, Chisahu Karawi, they did the job properly, it meant they did it properly for camels and for oxen. That was the case. And that was, and the question when you say, what else should he have done? So what's the question? Mari, what would we have thought? Maybe a guy should have gone every day and knocked on the lid to check that it was in good condition the termites weren't eating it up. And we see you never had to do that. Kamash Milan, you never had to do that. And therefore, we don't say Migo. But that's when do we say Migo? Only if it was good enough in the first case for camels and oxen. And then the termites ate it up. But if it was good enough only for oxen, and not for camels. And the camels do frequent the place. And the so termites right. added up. Maybe then you would be higher. Everybody with me? All right. Have to worry about camels and not termites. Because the camels frequent the place. The shachiach. So the termites have Okay. So I agree with you. That's why I remember I said in the very beginning. We could have added an extra dimension. But the ground seemed to add that extra dimension. The ground wants to say that. What happens inside the ground. You aren't responsible. You aren't responsible what you can see with your eyes it seems like. But, but I would agree, I would agree that, that, that if you know, but let's put it this way. If you, have, if you live like in an area, you know, there, 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 there are places where people build like houses out of wood. Like America, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there there's, there's certain places where there's always problems. You've got to treat the wood, you've got to protect it, etc., etc. So maybe if you, if you know for a fact, you know, like three or four or five, every time you build a lid there, like after a few weeks, the lid's rotten and you just keep on doing the same thing. So then isn't it Einstein? He said, I think that if you keep on doing the same thing twice, make a different outcome, you're an idiot, right? So then maybe you'd be high. I think it's him. I don't know if it's falsely attributed to him or not, but anyhow, it's quoted in his name. Um, but maybe if you never knew about termites, and the first time you discover that they're termites is when this ox goes falling through your cover, so then you'd say, Anus, maybe the second time you'd be Chayev. Okay, so the Gemara now has to now prove the other way around again. So Toshma, Lochisa, now we go from the Sefer now. Lochisa o Karawi. And we said, Chayev. So let's try to understand, when would you be Chayev? So the Gemara says, Hachi Dami, what's the case we're talking about? If it wasn't for either, it wasn't a good cover at all. So obviously not, it was Chayev, obviously not. Ella, we're talking about It was it was good for showing off for Gmali, but now the Gmali says again, but Idish Gmali Poshayu. If they are they're frequent there, so then he would be a Poshaya. So what's our question? Here we are. Now we can prove the exact opposite from what we just said a second ago. Now what was it? That it's Shikhi Gmalim. Sorry, it, 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 it,
So yeah, we knew that there were camels there, and we knew there were, there were, there were, there were oxen there, and nonetheless, he clear mitocho uktani chayev. So this wants to prove Alma Amrina and me go and poshad inyan gemani poshad inyan he clear. Yeah, you should be chayev. Here the word now from this side we can prove the exact opposite. Just like you had to be taking into account camels, you also have to take into account termites. So we see, depending how you learn the mystery, we can go in either direction, right? So the one says, no, 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 Amrei. Gemara says, no, that's right. Have a poshad inyan clear, Amrei. Same thing. Me God have a poshad inyan gemali, my poshad inyan clear, Amrei. That's the end of it. So the one says, no, no, no. Lo'olam kera'ui le'shvarim lo'kui le'gbarim. No, we're not talking about that. So you see, the Gemara wants to move away from making you chayev for termites. Okay, it says no. Just like you, well, the lid milachatchila was good for shvai, wasn't good for for camels. For shchichi camels, and camels do 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 frequent the place. Va'atu gemali varuhu, and that the camels came past and weakened this lid, and then va'atu shvai minaflu bay. So now your question is, kashilach we're pshita posh isn't a poshaya or it's a chidush. Well, it says no again. I did not see Rashi Kisau cry. Who said for Nami Lo Kisahu? Says no, 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 no. Really, in reality, the Mishnah isn't talking about a case where you didn't make a good lid. Just because we said in the Rashi you made a good lid, the Sefer means you made a good lid. But we can't really prove whether it was a good lid or wasn't a good lid, right? I'll be very honest with you that I'm not sure how this Dechia helps us really. And what 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 really the uh, the Gemara the Gemara wants to I, I, I don't need it. Really. Yeah. When you think about termites, their damage is not more to hundred. Doesn't happen in an hour. Doesn't happen in a day. If you're using the board, every time you use it, you should see some sort of damage. Like, in other words, it's, it's, you don't. You mean it's gradual, so eventually you're going to see that the that the that the wood will eat it away. Agreed. Agreed. I'm, I'm, I don't understand it. I think he's going to prepare for the worst case. The guy who's got a bull's going to prepare for the worst case. If he doesn't, then he's liable. Well, well that, that seems to be shot in the Mishnah. If it was Ra'ui, then you patri. If it wasn't Ra'ui, the Gemara, but the Gemara clearly has a problem with that statement. The Gemara wants to say that you aren't meant to go out. You don't have to now go and start putting guards there and, and, and every day changing the, the lid. There, there's, a, there, there's, a, there's, there's a normalcy. There's a normalcy, and we try to understand, well, I agree with you, I agree with you, but the Gemara scene, you can see from this Gemara going up and up and up and down, what is the, do we say amigo, do we say amigo, do we take into account, what do we take into account, do the camels come regularly, don't think the camels come regularly, were there worms, weren't there worms, that a person is expected to do what's normal. But in, uh, in civil laws, foreseeability. Foreseeability. You have the same in medical law, in Russia, not before Okay, so reasonable. So that's the question. So the question is, what's reasonableness? Okay, so that's that's our whole question now. We both, we come back to reasonableness, right? That sounds familiar, right? Everything's what's reasonable. The question is, who's deciding what's reasonable? And the Gemara seems to want to be trying to establish some sort of objective reasonableness. But I agree with you. It's very. But let's just try this last uh, this last tosh mavia. Now, the Mishnah said there. That if I was talking to a shore, now this is interesting, we're seeing a shore that is a cheresh shot of a katan. A young shore or a cheresh shore or a katan or, 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 or a shot of shore. Now we saw before that a little shore made no difference. If a little shore gored you, it was still a shore, right? Here if it's a little shore, so maybe the shore doesn't actually understand to look out and be careful of pits. Or a sum or a blind shore. Or malach palailo, the shore is walking at night. So in all these cases, if a fell into your pit, you chayev. It was a pikeach, it was a clever shore. 
They knew it was going, and it didn't just fall into a pit like an idiot. Or Malach Bayom walking in the day where it was clear, you'd be patur. So Moses says, Why am I? Why are you patur? Just like you're a poche that you had a, an unopened uh, an opened pit bore, why do we care if the shore is a cheresh or a pikeach or a shot or whatever the case is? Right? What do we learn from this? This is the answer really to our first question. From the fact that we do distinguish between a stupid shore and a simple shore, and a young shore, and a blind shore, and a, and, a, and, a, and a deaf shore, which we see that we have to have a higher level of responsibility for them, than we do for regular shore, we don't learn a migo. Because a migo would mean that we should have the same level of responsibility for everything. The highest level of responsibility we see now. We do have adjusted levels of responsibility, and therefore we've got a higher responsibility for a young baby shore, an immature shore, or a silly shore, than it would be for a mature shore or a fully functioning shore. Let's end up over here.